This is Ball on Blast, Raps Post Game Playoff Edition. Part of the On Blast Podcast Network. Available on iTunes, SoundCloud, and YouTube. If you like it, then subscribe and tell your friends. Holla. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Far too kind, Raptors fans, for tuning in and sticking through that terrible, terrible game. Game four, the final game of the Toronto Raptors season, as the Raptors go down 128 to 93. Again, that's 128 to 93 to complete the four game sweep at the hands of the Cleveland Cavaliers and LeBron James. As always, my name is Sheldon Alexander. This is the Ball on Blast live podcast following the Raptors' loss. And I am here again with Ola at the far end. I got Beals and then Q. Guys, that was a tough game to watch. That was a very tough game to watch. A pathetic performance by the Raptors. Let's just start there. Like, what, like, were you expecting more out of the Raptors from that game? Or was it, did it really matter because the series was over anyways? One, two, three, Cancun. That's it. <laughs> That's it, man. I was waiting for a man to say that. That's it, man. It's one of those things you lose four games. Game four wasn't close. Game two wasn't close. I don't even think game three was close, and I think the LeBron buzzer beater kind of masked the fact. Like, that will be the story from that game, not the fact that the Raptors weren't even in that game at all. Yeah. So maybe I could give people game one and say, okay, the Raptors blew that game. But to me, that's why the Raptors lost a series. Other, other, other than game one, the Raptors showed no heart. They had, they had, they showed, if they showed now, it's more, it, it's psychological now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. LeBron just has a psychological edge against them. And it's only LeBron. It's not even his team, right? But like, come on, man. Like, it's getting to the point where the Raptors can't even break through. Yeah. They can't even run their stuff. They can't even hit wide open layups. LeBron was quoted before this game saying that, hey, DeMar has missed some easy ones. And then not in the wrong. game, when you watch today's game, it's evident. He's, he's missing wide open layups yeah. that he usually hits. Mid-range jumpers that statistically he's the best in the NBA of hitting, and then he's just missing all of a sudden? It's a mental thing now. Yeah, but LeBron in the key, DeRozan, DeRozan forgets that he's, he was ever in a slam dunk contest. Mm-hmm. He forgets that he's supposed to be this, the, the, the mid-range maestro. Yeah. He, he just forgets. I agree. What happened in this series? A 4 nothing sweep. I don't think that – even if you were to say that you thought the Cavs would win this series, which I thought the Cavs would win this series heading in – I'm not sure I would have predicted a sweep. I'm not sure I would have predicted blowouts like we saw all the way from the Raptors. So my question to you guys is, if regardless of what you expected going in, what happened in this series? Like, how did we end up in this point where we're looking at just an utter domination from the Caps? I don't know. For me, it's just, it's three things. It's bad coaching. Okay. <laughs> LeBron. I'm going to put them together. Mental and physical toughness. There just wasn't any. I agree. There just yeah, wasn't any at all, man. Uh, there just wasn't any at all. Yeah. That's just what it is. Yeah. It's simple. Raptor fans. And like, and like, and like I keep saying, I'm a, I'm a diehard LeBron fan, but I want to see Toronto at least do well against them. Mm-hmm. And there just wasn't any of those three things. And for Raptor, for true hardcore, or so-called hardcore Raptor fans, to say that, oh, this, is gonna, this, is a, this, this season was a success for them, Nah, man. Like like Foot said, it's it's it's, it's a chip, failure. It's chipper bus. It's yeah. chipper bus. It's not second round. It's not conference finals. We've yeah. been here before. It's chip or bus. That's where we're at. That's what Masai was saying all season. That's what the Raptors are saying all season. It's chipper bus, and 
obviously bust. I hate quoting a certain rapper who shall remain nameless in these moments, but it the the title of it just comes by name. So let's play the blame game here for a second. <laughs> who are we blaming for this debacle? Because you look at it, and there's different angles. You mentioned Casey. Are we blaming Casey? Are we blaming Kyle and Demar as the stars of this team? Are we blaming Masai as a guy who put together this whole team? Still not having an answer for LeBron. I'm, are we blaming LeBron? I'm blaming. <clears throat> Pick I'm blaming for one. <laughs> Man, honestly, we can't even choose one. Who deserves gonna, the most gonna, blame? I'm, you know I'll what, go honestly, that who deserves the most blame is a combination of Coach Casey. No, you said one, man. You said one, man. I'll only allow you to pair. I'll only allow you to pair Kyle okay. and Demar as a duo, as the Thank superstars. You, okay, so yep. Kyle and Demar, <laughs> that's my one. Because the last year, listen, that press conference is gonna come back to bite them, and I know yep. that's gonna be on, that's that's a meme on Instagram right now, probably as we speak. Mm-hmm. But listen, man, you can't show your competition that that you that you that you respect them, yeah. let alone fear them. Yeah. And I think that Kyle and Demar show both of that. Respect yeah. and fear. Yeah. What and you Ola's, can't do that. What Ola's talking about for people who might not know, and I'm surprised that it didn't get as much play heading into this series or during this series as much as I thought it would have anyways. But what Ola's talking about is we talked about it all season long on the Ball on Blast podcast and even on our post-game shows early on. But if you go back to the end of last year in the playoffs – when the Cavs were just dominating the Raptors again and Kyle Lowry was hurt. During that series, there were quotes from DeMar DeRozan and Kyle Lowry basically worshiping LeBron James, talking about how, well, they had LeBron and we didn't. Uh, If we had LeBron, we would have won too. Just things that are kind of like not what you want to hear. As a competitor. Yeah, not what you want to hear from the leaders of your team. And and in my mind, those those quotes from last year's playoffs always stuck with me. Mm -hmm. And nothing that happened in this playoffs changed that. You You can't go to war with guys like that. That told me they didn't Can. believe that they could beat LeBron James. And all we've seen from how this series played out, they just played the stat. They showed the stat at the end of the Raptors broadcast, right? And the stat was that LeBron James finished this series with 138 points. Kyle Lowry and DeMar combined finished with 136. Trash. That means Kyle and DeMar were outscored in this series by LeBron alone. That is completely unacceptable. So, I mean... To answer my own question, I guess, when we're talking about the blame game, I'm with you, Foots. I'm going with I have to blame Kyle and DeMar because when I look at what happened since then, those are your two all-stars again. They both got paid. They both ended up taking less minutes, but with the hopes that they're being more well-rested. They both, you know, average, uh, DeMar at least averaged a lot more assists this year, career high in assists. But everything was set up to make things easier for these guys, but also so that they had enough left in the tank for this time of year, for this battle against that man, LeBron James, and especially DeMar DeRozan, nowhere to be found. After getting benched in the fourth quarter of game three, you get ejected in the third quarter, at the end of the third quarter of game four. This guy finished the series with 66 shots for 67 points. Think about that for a second. DeMar DeRozan finished the series 66 shots for 67 points. And if that is real unacceptable. Player, if you played ball or had any type of like played any type of sports, mm-hmm. you know what he did at the end of the third was a cop out. Yeah. That's yeah. A That's a good call. He looked at Clarkson, he said, This is my opportunity to exit this game. Out, I'm taking yeah. it. It's a frustrating straight frustration. He didn't, even, he didn't even make any type of argument, nothing. Yeah. He just sat there in the score clock and took that out. Like, yeah. Um, it's oh, it's just a sad, stuff. sad thing. Yeah. Like, are you, are you Q? What do you think? Who are you? Who are you blaming for this as well? Are are you sticking with Demar and Kyle? Are you going with 
Coach Casey, what are you thinking here? Um, I'm gonna break up the tandem and I'm gonna say Demar Derozan. Okay, that's all the blame. All the blame. Um, first off, I I know Lowry made the All Star team and he's the the so the so called heart of our team and da 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 and he got paid and all that. First off, I'm gonna but say Q, you sound real sad right now. Yeah, yeah. You're not your normal like jovial upbeat <laughs> right? self right now. You're you're hurt right now. But I think you're representing the Raps fan base. No, no, I don't want to. Re- I don't want to represent them. Um, <laughs> I, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm not. See how quick he's off that. No, 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 because no, you know, you know why? Because you're right. You're gonna see all these, you know, what ifs and da da da, da and the refs and mm-hmm. you know, and it's almost like you know, and just listening to the commentators at the end of the game, actually mm-hmm. from the third quarter, already talking about. The success of the season, and yeah, I just what, what do you guys? What were you watching? To even you know, I just I just want to separate myself from that. Yeah, you know what? I I know where you're going with this, and I think that for me too, listening and and talking to Raptor fans, I'm like, wow, like the information that's flowed out by Raptors media is really troublesome sometimes. Yeah. I think because. You listen to what Raptors fans are saying and the information that they're spewing back at you sometimes, and I'm like, what games are you watching? Like, what? And what I mean by that is I feel that Raptor fans overvalue OG. They overvalue Freddie. They overvalue these guys, and I think that they're good players. It's not a knock, but I just think I heard heading into this series, well, you know, Siakam and OG can do a good job on LeBron. It's like, what does that mean? Like, who does a good job on LeBron? Nobody. So how are these two rookie I was a rookie and a second year guy gonna really slow down and stop LeBron but yet that's what we were fed and, and on top people of the, were told. on top of the bad game plan I mean yeah Casey got a Casey. I've, I've been watching I've been watching basketball and specifically LeBron James play since 2003 mm-hmm. and I have never seen a team play him up close as if you have to stop his jump shot first like he's a sniper I've never Thank seen you. I've never seen it I have never seen it you know, and game one, he didn't have a, an extremely efficient game. No, game one was his bad game. Right? Game two was the efficient right? game, yeah. Game two, yes, he torched you, but, you you know, you're playing against LeBron James, who is the best player on, on the planet, right? Mm-hmm. He's going to have games like that. For sure. And when he has games like that, you say, wow, and you move <laughs> on. But you don't all of a sudden play him like he's – like, I mean, I mean, I've been saying it for the last couple of games. They've been playing LeBron how they should be playing Kyle Korver and playing Kyle Korver how they play LeBron. Like, I don't know, understand how Kyle Korver is open for shots. He's open. Well, him. here's the thing, too. Like, we, we're talking about DeMar, and, and DeMar struggles on the offensive end. I think a big problem in this series was DeMar at the defensive end That's as it. well, yeah. right? Like, yeah. well, I think was, it's his, his all-round game. His all-round game, he just he didn't show up at all. Mm-hmm. Um. And like I, like I was saying, I put the blame on him because I didn't expect Kyle to come out here and give you 30 and, you know, be the Kyle from maybe what Kyle was three, four years ago because he wasn't that all season. Mm-hmm. And I don't mm-hmm. put that on the, on the, the, the culture change. He's, he's a year older. He's, he's lost a step. No, I go the other way, man. I go the other way because I feel like all these things, all these changes were made to benefit Kyle Lowry. We saw that he hit the most threes he's ever hit in his career. That's just from a better offensive game plan and more people being able to pass and create plays for Kyle. 
Kyle was rested because DeLon and Fred were, were thrusted into the lineup and playing more minutes. All these things were done to have Kyle yeah, Lowry but fresh. I, but and I, the only time I really saw Kyle Lowry ball out in this series was when three. DeMar was benched in game three. And then Kyle all of a sudden came out of nowhere balling. But really? you look at tonight, Kyle had what, five points? That's unacceptable. You can't do that. The wow, season on the trash. line. Yeah. Yo, Kyle and DeMar were outplayed by J.R., Corver, and George Hill. Yeah. That well, but, 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 and, and that's Yo, what I'm man, saying. That's because a problem. From, from that's the, a problem. From the Pacers series, you guys remember the Pacers series, mm-hmm. George Hill gives Kyle Lowry problems. He does. Yeah. That's right? true. Like, that's facts. Like, like the... That's facts. The gap between them is not that great. It's not that great. Right? So not I did... That big, so remember, sure. after game one, I was saying, like, like DeMar's got to give you... Something in the vicinity of what LeBron gives you, and then all the other players on the team have to close that gap, right? Yeah. yeah. I didn't even see. I didn't even see DeRozan like attempt many well, shots. That too. Yeah. Because yeah. he was he, he stepped into the key and seen LeBron, and you would have thought LeBron was Dikembe Mutombo. Thank <laughs> you. Right. And Cleveland has no right. shot block. Now and, that, and that's what I said. He's lost. Tristan like, he, he, he forgot. He forgot that he could dunk the ball. Yeah, Tristan barely played tonight. It's psychological now, guys. I'm it's down. all mental. It's all mental now. All mental. Yeah, I'm, I'm all mental. So it, it sounds like... My, this is biggest, my biggest disappointment is, is DeMar DeRozan. Yeah, it sounds through consensus. We're putting a lot of the blame on Kyle and DeMar here as the two superstars. Am I wrong there? I think it's a little bit more on DeMar. A little more on DeMar for sure, yeah. DeMar. DeMar's numbers were nowhere to be found. His defensive end, like you, you talked about Corver. How many times is Kyle Corver going to back cut? And you know what? As much crushing as we do of the Raptors broadcast, I think Jack, one of the things he pointed out during the game that was really good, actually, was the fact that the Cavs don't do anything crazy. Right? Like, it's nothing special. They're not running any crazy plays. It's all basic basketball. I I was watching Rip Hamilton. Yo, the Raptors overplay. Just Just the way Kyle Corver was... Cutting to the basket. Yeah. Setting up the cuts. Setting up the cuts. I thought I was watching. Yeah, right? They don't do anything crazy. Good. They don't do wow. anything crazy. The way they run their offense is so smooth. It's so nice. Yeah. And it's great basketball. And the problem to me with what you're getting from DeRozan is, and I know I bring up Russ a lot, but at least Russ goes down shooting. Russ was there. Like, right. you're leaving Kobe it all out there shooting. on the floor. Kobe's leaving the full clip out Yo, there. Yo, listen. Right? DeRozan should have talked to... To mamba mentality and and, and, yeah. and and get that energy, man, because you yeah. can't leave the clip. You you gotta shoot. Yeah, Regardless yeah. of what it is. If you're gonna go out like that, Kyle, put it up. You gotta go empty, out with a fight. reload. Go out with a fight. Go out with a fight. I watch guys blazing, right? I watch guys just sit there and just take it. Yo, DeMar's last two games, meaning game four and or sorry, game three and game four, he had eight points and thirteen points respectively. Like, that's not going to cut it. If I'm DeMar DeRozan. That's not going to cut it. If I'm, if I'm DeMar DeRozan, your season starts next week at the gym. <laughs> your season if starts I next I week. Don't, I don't. Hit the gym, I bro. I mean, we know what his game is, though. So, and, and, and you're right. Every year he, he, has, he has improved and he's come back with, with something else to the arsenal. But I don't think that's his biggest problem right now. I don't think that's the Raptors' biggest problem. Yeah. It's not the actual game of basketball. It's... Having it up here, mm-hmm. thinking you can go walking into the series with some type of confidence. Yeah. Right? And I mean, back to what you're saying that it, it's, it was only LeBron, and I don't think it was. Because I think because of the success George Hill has had against the Raptors, plus Kyle Corver, Love, and JR were here last year mm-hmm. and the year before, right? I think they all came in with this confidence like, I can get, I can do my thing against this team. 
I think the yeah. Raptors 100%. And, and, and Tyron Lue ran with them. I think the Raptors yeah. had that have, have that syndrome. That back in the day when people used to fight Mike Tyson. When you used to fight Mike Tyson, have a game plan mm-hmm. until you actually step in the ring with him. Until you get punched and in the face. And you see what it really is. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's exactly what it is with the Raptors. And Everybody the has a game plan until they get punched in the face. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Yep. That's what it is. Uh, shout out to my guy LT in the chat right here. Uh, sends a, a, a note that says, the Raptors are the first seed, the first seeded team in 49 years to be swept before the conference finals. So how so how good is your conference now? As I keep on telling people, <laughs> the Raptors get swept out, and the <laughs> Celtics same. are up three one without their two best players. Yeah, and, um, and and I don't know, man. It's it's a terrible thing. And and okay, so we talked about Colin Demar and their struggles, but someone else who's going to get a lot of blame, and it's going to come up in terms of what's wrong and what the move should be is what's next. Let's start with Dwayne Casey. Have we seen the last of Dwayne Casey coaching the Toronto Raptors? Should they bring him back? What do you guys think? Should they bring him back? I'm 50-50 with him. Okay. I'm 50-50. I think you bring him back if you can find the right coach. <clears throat> Stackhouse with the right offense oh, and the man. right defense. And they, you got to have the right coach. You just Man's can't. calling for a coach already. You just, you, just uh. can't, you just can't put in any coach. Are we calling for Stackhouse? <clears throat> Stack. You know? Shout out my man, Damani. Exactly, Hendricks, you know what exactly. it is already. And if you can't find him, then you keep him. I'm 50-50, but if you got the right coach, you got the right play, replacement, bring someone else in. But from the looks of it, that's probably not going to happen. He's probably going to be there another year. But what did you see from Dwayne Casey in this series? From from what you've seen from Dwayne Casey in this series? He's not a great offensive coach. <laughs> you know what? You know what? I... I don't think he. I don't think he was a great defensive coach in this well, series. I mean, yeah, in the in the series, in the series. In the series. Yeah, I'm yeah, not saying, yeah, 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 yeah. You know, fair. he. That's fair. I'll give and, you I, that. and I think and I'll I think there was a lot of overreactions. Yeah, right. Agreed. Just, just like the, you know, starting some of these lineups that we've never even seen play together. Yeah, I I I'm gonna agree with you here, Q, and I'm gonna say that what I really think went down. If we really break it down here, and I'm messing up the cameras, for those who don't know, if you're watching on the feed, on my phone, I'm like moving the camera around if you're seeing the camera move. Sometimes I get a little confused, and sometimes I mess that up, but I'm going to keep talking anyways. But we're talking about Dwayne Casey, and you said it, Q. I think that Tyron Lue, like he exposed Dwayne Casey in so many ways in this series, and I, I said it last time on the podcast, and I'll say it again. I really think the key to, for the Cavs this series started in game seven, started in game seven against the Pacers when they realized who are the guys that we can trust, who are the guys we're riding with. Mm -hmm. And they started from there and then adjusted. But they knew who their dudes were, what all these guys were capable of. And I'm talking about JR being able to knock in an open shot, Corver being able to knock in an open shot, Tristan to provide energy. They knew that, hey, for us to be successful long-term, we got to get Kevin Love going. And those are all moves made by Tyron Lue in terms of who is starting, in terms of our game plan right off the bat, let's get Kevin Love going. And then the biggest adjustment that not a, that's not getting nearly enough attention, he purposely would sit LeBron at the end of the first quarter to have LeBron play against a Raptors bench. Right. We know the Raptors' strength this whole season has been their bench, and they would run, out te- they'd run teams out of the gym with their bench because their bench is better. You're not going to do that against LeBron which is something, for the record, I've been saying for the entire season while everyone's telling me, no, the Raptors' depth, depth, depth. Your depth means nothing, nothing. against LeBron James. Yep. Right? So Ty Lue, to me, was moving all the right chess pieces, but in comparison, Dwayne Casey was just reacting. 
and you can't start, you can't be in the playoffs and starting three different starting lineups. Three different, in yeah, one three, series. three different starting lineups, not even in the same, in four games, yeah. <laughs> right? Like, you can't do that. Like, that doesn't make any sense to me, right? And again, I'll go back to it, and I don't mean to pat myself on the back, even though it sounds like that's exactly what I'm doing, but hey, sometimes you got to let them know, right? I've been telling you guys for the whole season, you can't be on your, be- like, your bench only means so much in the regular season. Exactly. When it comes down to, this, exactly. to the playoffs, you need to know who your guys are, and the right. Raptors still don't know who their best players are. Right? And I agree. And the fact that we have no superstar to get those superstar calls, that's that was an issue too. If you don't have a superstar, you got to outright beat that other team. But what you were talking about before, you would bring up a guy like Lance, right? You would bring up a guy like Oladipo. Is Oladipo really a superstar? No. I but think, he played like one. Yeah. He had that mentality he like one. He had that one. mentality. Kyle and DeMar did not have it. that. And I think Kyle and DeMar did not have that. I think, I mean, if the swag if, 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 if DeMar... Uh, and I know you're, you're you're very critical of Demar sometimes, right? So, if mm-hmm. the, but if Demar Derozan isn't your superstar, then you know most of the league isn't a superstar for sure. There might be only five or six players, right? So that I means think Demar Derozan just but, showed but you, you but, that but he's but not you, your superstar. Then we then he then, and, and, then he needs no, more help. Also, you, you, no, you're right. His also, play, his play. Also, but he's on. he. I mean, regular where, season where superstar. Does, where does super where does superstar like if if you're gonna rank players, where does superstar begin and end? Because DeMar DeRozan is a top 20 player in the NBA. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'll, I mean, and, I'm not may, and, there, and there's maybe eight to ten superstars in the NBA. Okay. But then, but everybody can't have a superstar. I and you, can, you can't just go out and get a so, superstar. So, 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 DeMar needs more help. Raptor yeah. fans, DeMar DeRozan needs more help. Right. Yeah. I don't know where that's going to come from. Uh-huh. Maybe, some, maybe some veteran toughness uh-huh. to protect our... Masai, Masai got to go spend the money. Masai got to go spend the money on someone. The money's been spent. That's, that's, that's the thing. The money's yeah, been the money's spent. spent man. Let's keep this right? in mind. We had, we had, we had PJ Tucker last year. PJ Tucker chose to leave. Yeah, PJ Tucker. PJ Tucker's not. I mean, is that help? Gotta, but it, are you noticing? Are you, are you are you noticing that a, a tough guy that possibly could have helped us this year just up and decided not to return, even though he was a part of the sweep last year too. So he's seen something. He must I've have seen been something. saying that. He knew. He must, he must have, have seen, seen something. something. He knew. He, he knew. We talked about it before, right? Yeah, PJ yeah, Tucker yeah. was in the Raptors locker room calling team meetings like a week after he joined the team. Right? Like, he knew there was something about these dudes that they, they weren't ready. They weren't ready, 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 ready. He knew. Right? And, like, he – it's it's so it's so frustrating in the sense that you watch what Kyle and DeMar – the improvements that they made during the season – and that's just basketball. But it's also on the flip side, the thing that I love the most about sports. Because as much as we always talk about stats and we get so focused in on breaking down statistics and breaking down all these things, mm-hmm. at the end of the day, it's about nuts, right? And yeah. some guys want it and some guys don't in the yeah. moment. And Definitely. it's just that simple. And so you could have all the stats in the world and finish first in the regular season and lead the, lead the league in this and finish that and whatever. But when it comes down to the come down, we saw it. Kyle and DeMar you, don't want it. I think, and I think that's the thing. That's the thing I was trying to get to is, is DeMar DeRozan, other than James Harden, goes to the line more than any other player in the NBA. Mm-hmm. So he just has to have the balls to say, I'm going to the bucket. Every possession. I'm either going to score on you or I'm going to get that whistle. Mm-hmm. And that is what I did not see. And my biggest disappointment with him is he would – I mean, J.R. Smith, really, J.R. Smith – 
is is their best defense against against him. He played very passive. But but J.R. Smith didn't lock the DeRozan down. Mm-hmm. DeRozan got into the lane. DeRozan got wherever he wanted to go. You know what? You're but right. But once he stepped into that lane he got and seen LeBron, I like like LeBron's the Kevin Matumbo. He's like, I I'm gonna get my chop block. I'm not gonna go in there <laughs> and he dished the ball away. And yeah. that's and Q, you're right. That's the that's that's this whole series right there. You're right. I want to see. You know. You know what I want to see though. You're in that that point was perfect, Q. I want to see a veteran come in like Ronald's doing with Anthony Davis. Mm. He's telling them that he's great. Yep. You're the best big man on the floor, even though they're gonna lose to the to, to, to Golden State. Yeah. But I like the fact that there's a veteran telling the next player, "Listen, you're the best guy here. Yo, you're man. the great." Or, I think the, I yo, think man, Demar needs to it, hear that. Let's keep it 100, though. I think Demar needs to hear that from somebody other than Kyle. Lowry. Lowry. That's supposed to be Lowry point. and Surge, man. Yeah. That's yeah. supposed to be Lowry and Surge. Then we got to ship. We got to ship <laughs> them, ship right? Like, no, but I'm just saying, like, one that's what it's supposed to be. One of them has to go. But I think, but I think, it, it can't just be a veteran. It has to be somebody who accomplished something, right? Because Thank Dr- you. Because Draymond does the same thing with, well, with KD. Ma- majority right? of a majority of veterans, but if you have majority of people who accomplish something in the NBA, are going to be veterans. Yo, the last. No, I agree, but it can't be any veteran. What I'm saying is, what I'm saying is, Draymond. Draymond has a Draymond, status. Draymond, Draymond just did Draymond that. has some success where Draymond does that to KD, and obviously KD is the better player. Draymond just Rondo recently has did a that. Ring with Boston. Rondo has a ring. Rondo, right? Rondo can say, so this is what Paul Pierce with is. a ring might after, change his perspective that, that, that and the outlook on, on the Raptors. After that one game that the Pelicans won against Golden State, apparently uh, Draymond called or he texted like Durant like a four in yeah. the morning. He ripped him. Not ripped him, ripped him in a very positive way. You know what Durant said? He said, I got you next game. Mm-hmm. Came out. And, looked yeah, and he did. That was he a responded. 4 a.m. like yeah. phone call or text or yeah. something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's how that. it should be. We, we, we need something. We need Raptors one or two lack leadership. Like that. But, I, but I, don't, I, don't, I don't really think there, 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 there's there not, is. there's not, I mean, every team would love to have a Kevin Garnett on their bench, but there's not Let's that many. Let's call a spade a spade, though. I'm not giving 30 mil a year a max contract to two dudes that I'm not sure are the leaders of my franchise. Mm-hmm. Like, it's fine if you're the all-stars. And I've said this from before, and maybe I'd be the worst GM in the league. Probably would be. But I'm looking at dudes, and I'm not giving you a max contract if Thank you're you. not a max player. Yeah. Period. If you want to go somewhere else and get that dough, hey, again, there are receipts. You can go on Twitter. <laughs> right? and you can go on Twitter and see. I had a long <laughs> argument with two of my boys. I don't know if they're watching right now, but two of my dudes I work with, one is Tristan, and the other guy is, is Mark McDonald. We had the huge argument last offseason, and I said, would you rather pay Jeff Teague? What was it? It was like Jeff Teague for half of what Kyle Lowry was making, right? Do you want to pay Jeff Teague for half the dough, or do you want to pay Kyle Lowry for all the dough? Now, we all know twice as much money, and basically the argument was, well, Kyle Lowry's twice as good as Jeff Teague. I'm like, no, he's not. He's no, he's not. not. We know that's not true. He's what better plan, than he's better than Jeff Teague. Right he's though, better right. than Jeff Teague. Yeah, he's better than him. But, but he's not. He's not worth double the money of Jeff no, Teague. Thank you. And now, just and to me, the bigger point even goes before that. You let Lowry walk. You roll with Kojo, Fred, and Delon. You know that some three of of that mm-hmm. was going to work. But you know that you're going to need that thirty mil somewhere else because, especially if the end result is just losing to LeBron, anyways. And that, and that was. Anybody who's had these conversations with me last offseason, that was exactly that was exactly what I said. I'm you're, not I'm not giving him the max contract. I think we all know? said that. But you're uh, in a t- you're in a tough spot now, right? But, like but what I, do you but do? Again, you can't, you can't but again, trade Lowry. But again, yo, right. look at this. Sorry, we're watching Dwayne Casey's presser right now. There's a board up that says Lowry had five points. 
two of seven shooting. What, your season on Cop-o. the line? Capo. What? Now on Kyle Lowry's nickname is Capo. Valanchunas had the same amount of points as DeRozan and Lowry Combined. in half the minutes. I think next year they got the line had ten points. They got they got they got to <laughs> find go. a way so to get Valanchunas in the offense more next year. But here's, here's the thing. But every, here's the thing, man. We say that every single year. Every year. This guy's this guy's putting up numbers. And and, 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 and that's putting up numbers. And that's what I was saying about the overreactions because game one, he was our most effective player. He's twenty one and twenty. Exactly. And they right? went away from it. And they went they took away from him out of the starting lineup. They took him out of the starting lineup. They went away from him because. Of Kevin Love, they're too busy reacting to what Cleveland did instead of playing their game plan. But Kevin Love was Kevin down. Love was even shooting threes, so you can go bucket for bucket, Valanciunas for Kevin Love, All and game. you're not down. Yeah, mm-hmm. thank you. Slow the ball yeah. down. Cleveland wants to play the up and down game with us. Slow the ball down. I think Get whatever the, the whatever the tempo was though, the the biggest problem was they let LeBron control, control the, the tempo. 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 Yeah. If LeBron wanted to rest, and so LeBron wanted to play slow, then LeBron was going to play slow. Right, if LeBron wanted to speed things up because he wanted to get Corver an open shot or he wanted to get Jr. an open shot, then LeBron sped it up and went. <laughs> you stop that, don't you? I mean, LeBron's Yo, their point guard. Do you not pick him up for mm-hmm. the Raptors? Couldn't even figure out how to. You have eight seconds left in the game and it's a tie game. How on earth do you let LeBron James catch the ball? You, you clearly have two people double team LeBron James so he can't catch the ball and. The best explanation I've heard was that the Raptors got confused got because confused. Ty Lue, again, another adjustment, decided to inbound the ball full court and let LeBron get a full head of steam. Either like, way, come on, man. Either way, wherever in the world LeBron James, if, if he does catch the ball, wherever in the world LeBron James is at that point, front court, back court, China, India, double, wherever it is, double team, you, double. Get, you get the ball out of his hand. We watch, hands, man. How many times you watch basketball? Do you want yeah. Michael Jordan taking that shot? Do you want Kobe taking that shot? You don't want these guys taking that shot. Yeah, and it's not even like LeBron did something crazy to like, you know, some crazy V-cut or something to like get wide open or whatever. Like Siakam literally just left him, right? And then let... The double team didn't come. I don't remember the, the double... Ananobi was on him, but and, and, Siakam, and Siakam was supposed to double team. Right? And do you really think that Kevin Love getting the ball in eight seconds is getting down the court and getting yeah. a good shot off? No. Thank you. Not a chance. I don't know, man. It's, it's just it's bad execution calls. up and down. And, and what I want to see here, because the next few days we're going to see, you know, the Raptors are going to hold their press conference and the media is going to write a bunch of stories and there's going to be some people out there that are going to say, well, you know, don't overreact to what happened in the series because it's not that bad. I'm here to tell you that it is that bad. It is bad. that bad. And it's it is horrible, that bad man. when you're, you're marking yourself up to LeBron James. Okay, so I, I want you to follow me for a second, guys, because I feel that another issue is people needed to manage their expectations. Webby will tell you, one thing we talked about the whole year was, listen, Raptor fans, if you lose to the Cavs again, the season is not a dis- to me. The season is not a disappointment as long as you can say, hey, we built a legitimate program where we can interchange our parts and dudes will be successful during the regular season. Now, getting playoff success, that's a different hurdle that you need to climb at some other point. But the point is that you're building a program that'll work with or without Kyle and DeMar, mm-hmm. right? You can interchange players and you're still going to have some semblance of success. See what the Spurs did this year without Kawhi. Do you know what right. I mean? The Raptors did a good job of that. DeMar improved again. DeMar averaged the most assists that he's ever averaged in a season. You had the most wins in franchise history. You did all these things that were good. So there is some positives there. My mindset wasn't that you were ever going to beat Cleveland. So to me, it's not a disappointment. I never thought you were going to beat Cleveland. 
from last year, I never thought that. So to me, it's not it's not like this mass disappointment because at least you can say, you know what, our draft, our scouting is all right because Delon looks like at least he he's a rotation guy. Siakam's a rotation guy. Pirtle's a rotation guy. You're doing a good job in scouting and developing your young bucks, your young gunners. You changed your whole offense to finally get into the 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 late the 2018 of space and pace basketball. Yeah. All these things are positives that you can take from this season. Now, the fact that you still can't beat LeBron, well, hey, tough shit. There's a whole conference. There's a, a whole crappy Eastern Conference that hasn't beaten LeBron in eight years. So, but I think that, but I think that's the problem. And and you're right about your the first half of what you said was right. Did you there think is, they were going to beat the there Cavs? Is, there was definitely there was definitely hold on there was definitely okay. there was definitely okay. improvements. There was definitely some sustainability that Masai has brought into this. To this team, mm-hmm. so I completely agree with you there. My disappointment not does not come from the loss to LeBron James and the Cavs. It comes from the display against LeBron James mm. and the Cavs. Mm-hmm. I'm seeing another I comment agree. here from the the post that seems to agree with you. It says, "But losing and being swept are two different things." Definitely. No, definitely. And, and 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 again, it's not even the sweep. It's not even the four game sweep. It is those games, mm-hmm. two blowouts. One cough up. And they one, cough they, up the game. And one, let's be serious. Yeah, they, they shit their pants in game one. Right. right. And, like, then, and then you get blown out in game two. You get blown out in game four. Mm-hmm. And game three, you came out again with no, with no fight. Yeah. You, no, Kyle didn't decide, to, hey, mm-hmm. let's go out swinging until midway through the third quarter of game three. Mm-hmm. And you, yes, they, they, you made a miraculous comeback. And DeMar was benched. DeMar is on the bench. Is Casey gone now for sure? The lack of effort and the lack it's, of heart is it puts a big question mark on the Raptors moving forward. You know, what does, I, it, say, my personal what does it say about DeMar, though? The fact that you get benched, you're obviously pissed about that, right? Mm-hmm. But your coach benches you with the season on the line, and then you come out and still have another bad game after that. I what does that tell you about DeMar DeRozan that you might, you might have not known beforehand? Because we talked about it. There's all year I've said there's levels to this shit, right? There's levels between DeMar and Kyle superstar and LeBron superstar and KD superstar and Russ superstar, right? Mm-hmm. There's levels. Is DeMar DeRozan even like a tick down from what we thought he was? Or is it just a thing where, okay, well, maybe he can't be the best player on a championship team. He needs to be the second best or the third best player on a championship team. Is that a thing? That, is, is that where you think we are? He's a couple I don't really down. like, I don't really like, sorry, you want to go for it? He's a couple ticks down. Because he didn't, he didn't come out and respond. At you got to come out and respond, point blank. You got to come out yeah. and drop at least 30. At least. I think Ola said it before, like Paul Pierce and those guys are saying. In, the play, in this regular season, you're gonna, if you average like 20 or 25 points, yeah. that has to go up an extra five sure. points in the playoffs. Yeah. That's what it is. And it never happened. That's what it is. The greats, he wants to be one of the greats. He wants to be the superstars. The superstars respond. Yeah, you cannot bench a superstar the game before and not expect him to respond the next game. That's just what it is. He didn't do that, so he's got a lot of soul searching to do. Yeah. So I, I think definitely, I like, I don't, I don't think it's basketball talent. So I don't think he's a notch. I don't. I'm not gonna look at Dero, Demar Derozan and say you're not as good as a basketball player as as I thought you were. I think it's I think it's strictly a, a, a character and and mentality thing. Okay. With him and. Some you know maybe maybe it's not getting in the gym. Maybe it's you know going to see a therapist or something. Get mm-hmm. getting getting right mentally mm-hmm. because 
like you said, you have bad games. Bad games happen. They shouldn't happen in the playoffs uh -huh. in, in a series like this. The greats don't. It doesn't happen like that, right? Mm -hmm. it's but not supposed to happen. it's not supposed to happen. But again, sometimes bad game. You don't know happens, what's going on happens. in the man's life or whatever. Who knows? Who knows? Right? I'm not even going to speculate. Mm -hmm. But coming back to this game. I thought we were at least, I mean, if you miss shots, you miss shots. But I thought I was at least going to see you take those shots. Yeah. Well, you know what, DeMar? Right? You watched that game, sorry, you watched that game yesterday and be like, hmm, I should have took that shot. Or I should have took that shot. Maybe I should have passed here. Maybe I should. You, you analyze that, and then you come back in game four, and you make those corrections. And we didn't see none of that. I so that's, that's my, that's my problem. Where it, uh, I, I think, again, it, I think it's, all in, it's all in their head. I think at this, I you know what, to be honest, we, as when we watch the Raptors, we know this has been years. We've had DeMar for 10 years now. He's improved every year, and I'll give him that. We paid him the bag. We've invested in him. Mm -hmm. I love it. And I, I want him, and honestly, I'm not even asking, I'm not even talking about him being shipped, to be honest with you, mm -hmm. right? Because he's improved. We invested. Yeah. He's a great player. He learns every year. So I know he's going to take this L right now, and he's going to learn. Uh-huh. And he's going to get better for next year. Yeah. But we all know at the same time, too, that he's not a dog. Yeah. Yes. He's gonna, he doesn't have it, yeah. He doesn't, he, he, like, those dogs, you don't got to tell them to take their shots. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You don't tell them to go hard. Mm -hmm. They naturally go hard. Nothing needs to be said. Nothing needs to be said. So, me, personally, my personal opinion for the Raptors going, moving forward, DeMar clearly needs more help. You got you got to bring an event, and, with it, him and it has season. and it has to be older, experienced players. I don't know where you're gonna get them. Um, it has to be older, experienced players, because there's two. There's a gap between our young, young our young guys, uh -huh. and then our older guy, the, then the, then the older guys on the team. So yeah. let me like ask the you Surge something. and the DeRozans and the and, and Lowry's and such and such. Let Agreed. me ask you something. Do you blow this team up? No, no. I, I just mean, I say no. I say you tweak up, it. By blow this team up, I mean. You're getting rid of, and of your core, I'm talking like Kyle and DeMar. Do you, by blow it up to me, what blow it up to me means is you're getting rid of either Kyle or DeMar, or I guess Serge is that next person, unfortunately. I was just about right? to say. I'm trying to think, like, I who say is that next person? It's either, it's either. Kyle or Serge. It's either Kyle or Serge. So you Kyle keep DeMar. Yep. You, you keep, keep DeMar, DeMar and fit the pieces around him. And you fit the pieces around him. Because you've already invested. We're, we're, 10, we're 10, 10 years in with it's it. It's going to be right tough, now. though, man. I mean, Masai, Masai is, a, is a wizard. Obviously, we know that. Mm -hmm. Masai's been able to trade Andrea Bargnani. Masai's been able to trade Rudy Gay. Masai's been able to do things that a lot of people would have deemed impossible before. So, I mean, to say, can he get rid of Serge? Can he get rid of Kyle? It seems tough. But if there's a guy who yeah, I think trust to do it. It's Masai Ujiri, right? It, yeah. And I think it, it's interesting to see because I don't think you blow it up. I still think you keep DeRozan as a face of your franchise, like face of your franchise in terms of like, you know, your homegrown guy. All-stars. All-stars, all that stuff. The problem is you still you need more out of your second and third guys. And I've always thought this, even when you go back to the old salary cap in the NBA, you're allowed to make a mistake on your max contract, your one max contract. You can make a mistake on that. To me, what kills you is those the second tier contract. You can't mess those up. And Serge, right now, you you're not getting nearly enough out of Serge no, Ibaka. And I think that's where the Raptors end up screwing themselves, yeah. right? Because now they've done it over and over again. For sure, for sure. 
They've done it. They've done it. I mean, I mean if you go back to the Chris Bosh years, right? Yeah. Like you signed Jose Calderon to a big time deal. You signed Bargani again to Garbajosa. a big deal. Garbajosa. Yeah. But, no, I'm, but I'm, I'm talking about like even Damari Carroll, right? And to correct that, you had to give. You had to like give up your whole yeah, draft this year. Right? They have no draft picks this year, right? Yeah. That's a big problem as it's well tough. in a deep draft. And maybe you can flip someone and get a draft pick back. Hopefully, I don't know. Masai's got work ahead of yeah. him, right? Because I don't He's got like, a lot of work. Man. What if they bring He's back the same team with minor tweaks? And I'm going to say a minor tweak is how they added CJ Miles, right? Like I'd say that's a, mi- a minor tweak, right? They traded, co- traded Corey, got CJ Miles. That was a minor tweak they made last season. What if they just made more of those this offseason? Is that enough change for you to see heading into next season? Would that make you happy? Would that make you satisfied? Oh, um, wow. Look at these guys at the desk. Like, um, <laughs> what is wrong with this? Guy? See, this is Kyle. This is, <laughs> this is a joke thing. Lowry, it's a joke thing. It's a joke thing. I can't rate Lowry. these guys. It's a I joke thing, man. This guy's laughing at the Sorry, podium. Kyle Lowry just came up to the, like, po- like, to not, the podium not, and he has his to, hat like low, low, not, low, low. Not to go back to tomorrow. <laughs> But like yeah. I know I've read things that he was dealing with a lot this offseason. Yeah, off season. yeah. Even when yeah. Was Chris Posh was sick, yeah, yeah, yeah. The depression. So you know yeah, what? Yeah. Automatically, I'm gonna give him a pass for that. That's fair. I'm giving him a pass for that. That's fair. That's, that's, not another that's real life shit. You know, that's real that's life fair. shit. That's fair. You know, and I, that's hard. That's hard to focus. You know, yeah. but like this guy Kyle Lowry's on a podium laughing. Look at him with his hat down. I trade this guy. Yeah, I don't know what he's doing right <laughs> now. His hat, like I don't. He just looks like a. Anyways, I, I don't think that's know. it, right? Because I mean, he's there, like, kind of like, well, don't ask me no questions. Well, you should be, and that's the thing; he should be asked questions. And I, yeah. we're, we're like, how come Stephen A. Smith and, and those guys aren't here asking questions? Because again, these on. guys, Here's again, the these guys get a pass. Here's the thing, though, Raptor fans for the whole year, and I don't want to bash on Raptors fans, but I just want to make you accountable for the fact that you whined when you didn't get Christmas Day games. Mm. You whined about like. Who starts in the All Star game? Fact. You whine about a playoff game last week being on at six o'clock. Fact. You whine when oh no American media talks about our team Fact. ever. Then when they do start talking about your team, but you don't like what they have to say about your team, then you whine about that as well. Are people going to apologize to the Stephen A. Smiths, to the Colin Cowards, to the Skip Baylesses who the whole time are clowning the Raptors, saying that they don't take them seriously? Right, like. These are things that happen, and also the, the reason I bring that up is because those guys watch other basketball teams play. Right. Yeah. They're not just watching Raptor games. Would you guys be surprised if Kyle Lowry asked for a trade? Yes. Because I think he loves off DeRozan too much, and the only way it turns for Kyle Lowry where he would ask for a trade, I think, is if the media turns on him. goes in on him. And yeah, I think, yep. no, but I think, he, nope. no, 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 the media is already shook of Kyle Lowry. Yeah. Like, the, the guys that cover Kyle Lowry every day, and and maybe shook isn't the right term I should use. I'll back up off that for a second. But Kyle Lowry has them on manners. I'll say that, mm-hmm. meaning that they don't like it's not worth it for them to deal with salty Lowry on an everyday basis. Maybe yeah, you might yeah, get some yeah. of that now so because they it's don't an ask him. So they don't ask him the tough questions right. essentially. And I think also they do, but they tap dance around it. Yeah, yeah, because okay. it's not worth the fight. It's not like look at this guy. Look Company at how this. Look answers. at this guy's buddy. This look at this guy's body language. It's just terrible right now. It's very immature as he's sitting at the podium. This guy's like a five-year-old kid in the principal's office, right? Right? And and it's like, yo, you didn't ball. Thank you. Right? Like, you don't get to come out and sulk at the podium and, and look like a little kid when you didn't ball and out. You know what? It's crazy to me because I feel like 
if you just come out like a man and just own up to yours. See, I didn't play well. I didn't and just ball. say you didn't play well, Keep it a it's buck. a lot easier. Keep it a buck. It's a yeah, hundred. Yeah, yeah. Everybody hundred, will respect man. you. Totally. Yeah. Totally agree. And again. And I think, and I think sorry, just sorry to cut you no, off, no, but, no, I think, no. but I think that's kind of what DeRozan did by not coming out with Kyle. Oh, last night. Last night. Last night. Last because I think he wanted to be like, no, it's not on us. This one was on me. I'm going to come out and face mm-hmm. these questions on my own. That's it. I think that's, and he didn't throw Coach think, Casey under the bus. And I think that, no personnel. That, that's showing a bit, that. a, a bit more maturity than what we've just seen. If from, you from were Kyle. DeMar DeRozan in DeMar DeRozan's shoes, a superstar of that team, and you get benched with the season on the line in game three, would you hold that against Coach Casey? Nah, that's basketball. No, if you're if you're him, if, if you're in perform. his shoes, that's like we don't know, we don't know what their relationships are. But I'm saying, like, if that's, that's if that's you in that Demar Derozan situation, no, that's basketball, but that's sports in general. Okay, if you don't perform, mm-hmm. you're not playing. Okay, you're not at no. that Jordan, LeBron, level. KD level. But, but I don't, but I don't even think it's that. I think it's the fact that the Raptors made that run. Mm-hmm. If the after I go out. The lead is expanded, and we get blown out. Yeah. Then maybe you say, you know, coach, this is, this is my team. Yo, 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 easy this on is the my table, team. <laughs> let, let, you know, let me. Let, I should have been in uh, in there. Yeah. But also, there. Right? But also, when it went when when they went on that run, they went down. So yeah. do you put him in to let him catch his rhythm for maybe two or three minutes? No, not at that. At exactly. that point, at that, yeah, I mean, again, out. again, this is hindsight. Yeah. But at that point, yeah. I think Casey made the right the yeah, right. Yeah, call. Yeah, that, that's that. That's the right. I think now if that, that if was that his game best goes, coaching decision, if that game goes into overtime, yeah, I think in. he Bring starts the overtime yeah, yeah, for and, sure, and for sure. on a short leash. For sure, mm-hmm. for sure. One of the one of the veteran veteran leadership, either Coach Serge or Kyle, one of those three, like they, they gotta go. One of them has to get X. Yeah, has someone to has going. to take the fall. for Someone this, has right? to take the fall for it. You got swept. You got embarrassed against a cow. One of those three. Have somebody to have has to take, to take the fall, the fall because I feel like. As fans and as a media, you should not tolerate this. And and as fans, and I say this a lot in dealing with the Blue Jays, like I'm gonna, I, I'm able to separate things of how I look at situations. A as a fan, and two as someone who you know might comment on sports. You know what I mean? Like I, I work as an associate producer on a sports television show, so I'm able to separate those two things, right? And I'm saying as a fan, sometimes I need the the people in charge of the teams I root for to trick me. Pretend like you're trying to make a change. Pretend like you're trying to improve. Right. Mm-hmm. Just show me a little something. And I'm saying as a fan, and I know that sounds completely irrational, right? <laughs> but no, but I'm De- saying like, De- definitely. yo, somebody show needs to take- Show me that you care. Yeah, somebody needs to take the somebody fall. Somebody has to take the fall. Some, give me the press conference where you're saying, hey, you know, how we ended this series was unacceptable. I think we'll get that. I don't, I don't think, I think the play of Kyle and DeMar May save Dwayne Casey's job. Yeah, Ooh. it's interesting, right? Because it's interesting. You can't listen. I mean, when you asked us, who's who's that? Who does who gets the most blame? Mm-hmm. None of us said Casey. True. Because of the play of Kyle and Demar. Yeah. So I think that paired with the regular season and the fact that again he might win Coach of the Year or mm-hmm. get he's definitely going to get he's definitely probably going to be like one of the top three vote getters. Yeah. Most definitely, right? He might even win. Most definitely. Right? So, all of that combined, I think that will save his job. Mm-hmm. Now he might get that same short leash like Sam Mitchell. Yeah, but I think he's I think he's our coach going into next season. So the other part, though, is we know that Kim and Kyle have always had a kind of a testy relationship. 
maybe the benching of DeRozan. Like, I was very impressed at the fact that KC benched DeMar because that showed me a lot. That showed me that he, he, to use the term again, had the balls to say, hey, I don't care about what's happening long term. I don't care if this is my, if this costs me my job. I'm doing what I think is best in the moment right now for our team. And we've been struggling to find any answers at all. Right. I'm going to ride it out with this group. Sorry, Beals, I cut you off. What were you nah, going to say, man? I just, honestly, I think, now I really think about it. I think if you're the Raptors, you keep this, you keep you keep a certain core, certain core five or six, mm-hmm. you make these moves. Mm-hmm. But, but you get one more year. Yeah. You give the, you give a one more year. I mean, I the think, problem I think they though, only had, they, even, only, they yeah. only had they only had two three years anyway, right? That's yeah. why that's why Kyle, Serge, CJ, Miles only got three year deals and not yeah. five. You're keeping right, this. Thing. I think you give it one more year, and that's it. What about Freddie? Do you re-sign Freddie for sure? Uh, I don't know. Even if it means going into the tax, because Raptors are close, so they could make moves to like just get under. You'd probably have to shed someone like. Probably get rid of JV or something like that to to maybe make the numbers work, or definitely get rid of Surge or something like that. But how about we more... get rid of Bebe? <laughs> he's already he's gone, a, anyways. I think he's a free. He's agent. a free agent. He don't make. Yo, money what anymore. was with the random Bebe minutes? Yeah, Those that, are the one things I'll say about. How you play Bebe over anybody? Over Norm. Yo, Bebe looked like he was shook out there too. Yeah. Like he looks scared. If you think about the man hasn't played basketball in two months. Meaningful basketball. No, he hasn't played any basketball. No, no, no. He played. He played for in the Washington series. I remember he he subbed in in the Washington series because I was like, yeah, and I was like, why is Bebe playing right now? But. My thing is, again, the series was over, mm-hmm. right? You're already getting blown out in, in game four. So I think you have to have your eyes kind of on next year. So yeah. my thing is, why not give Pirtle those minutes? Because Pirtle did, had, didn't play at all in game three or yeah, up to that point. Lot, yeah. So before you go to the Bay Bay, why would you not give Pirtle some playoff minutes? I mean, that's I the mean, only way he's going to learn and improve and learn how to play playoff basketball is to play in the playoffs. Totally agree. Totally agree. So that that move didn't make no sense to me. Um, when DeRozan got ejected, they went they went to Norm Powell. <laughs> oh, finally, oh, oh, right? disrespect. Right? They finally went to Norm. Finally went to free Norm. Up. Finally, free. Up. You know, I think Norm. At that point, I don't. I don't. Maybe. No, I think they brought Delon out too, but they put Kyle on the bench. But it just didn't make no sense to me to to give him those like the garbage minutes at the end. Sure, but not. If you're not, if those guys aren't part of your future, why are you even giving them playoff? Yeah, minutes? I don't. Man, I never. Y'all are too them. nice, man. <laughs> y'all letting Casey return and stuff. Like I'm not even. I'm not even giving him that play. Well, he didn't use. He didn't use. I didn't say. Right now, I didn't say. He didn't use all the tools in the coaching tool belt this series. He didn't even play zone. Come on, I didn't, guys. I didn't say no, no, no. He didn't no, even no, double. No, he didn't even double didn't LeBron. Even double really. LeBron. <laughs> really? I didn't. I didn't say that I would keep him. I said the fact that when you're looking at it, and people are gonna say, "Well, it's not on the. It's not on the coach. He wasn't on the court." So our two stars didn't show up in the playoffs for sure, except for Kyle for like. So a, you're going down pecking order, a quarter and a half. Yeah, right? but so I think. Order. So I think if you post the put the blame on them, how we put the blame on the players first. It might save Casey's job. Hold on, but we know that in sports, the way that it works most of the time is right. the players to stay, the coaches go. In professional sports, yes. That's normally how it goes. Have we seen yet? You want to see Casey Godfoots? He's you think he's the guy? He's the fall guy here? For sure. I think it might be him too. No, I just well, think, I I just think that's me, easier. I want, I, 
You want him gone? I want Coach and Kyle Schiff. That's okay. that's where I'm going with major changes. I want major. Okay, major <laughs> changes. <laughs> what are we waiting for? Do we plan around? Major changes. I just think. I just think. I mean, going back to what you said about about what could you really get for them, I just think that. I mean, we already have a ten-man rotation. You can't make the Rudy Gay trade. We trade Rudy Gay and bring in a bunch of guys. Five guys. So who are we getting rid of? So if you're trading, if you're trading a surge, it's going to be. Or, or a Kyle, it's going to be for one or two players. And where are you getting the value back from them? It's tough. Are you getting rid of Kyle? Or are you getting rid of Serge? I mean, I think you got to see who's you got to see who's available, man. If I'm assigned, putting out feelers to see what I can get for both yeah, of them. Yeah, for sure, definitely. Because at the end of the day, the the real tough part here is, I don't think that. Again, for the press conference, for what you're trying to sell to your fans and what you'll sell to the media that will gobble up whatever you put out, you can't come back with the exact same squad. you got to come back next season with at least a new coach. you got to come back with, okay, we got rid of Surge and we're going to we're, we're gonna bring in a new piece that's not Surge and we're going to start the kids. Or you got to make some tweak that involves Kyle, DeMar, Surge, JV, or Casey. you got to make some change like that because – you can't come back with the exact same squad next year and have people convinced that you're trying to win the East. Well, you, already, you already don't have me convinced. We already... No, no, no. No, we already uh, talked about this in, in last podcast. When you look at next year, that number one seed is going to be hard to get. Cleveland has a lottery pick. Yeah. Boston has... Right? Boston has a lot of them. Boston has... A couple of them. Kyrie and Gordon Haywood coming back. Plus, look what they're already doing without those two guys. And right? the draft picks they still have. Philly, Philly has a draft. No, I don't think they have. They don't have first. Boston don't have first. Not one of the high ones, but they, they're the ones they that got one of Cleveland, right? So Philly has a has a lottery pick coming in. Plus, they're all going to be more experienced coming in next year. So there's already, there's all, right? Indiana. Yeah, the conference gets a Their gets confidence tougher. is going to be up. The Bucks should have a new coach that should oh, be somewhat smarter to figure things out. Can't so, sleep on the Bucks heading into next year. Right? Right? Washington, next Washington, year. Washington, they're gonna do something. They're gonna do something. They have to. They yeah. have to blow up their team. Yeah. So, so you know, the Eastern, unless unless LeBron, I mean, even if LeBron leaves and goes to the West, which I don't think will happen, mm-hmm. you still aren't gonna say, well, LeBron's gone. This is our year because Boston is looking looking at it like, we're we're next. We're next. I mean, really, truly, those young guys on Boston are going for LeBron this year. This, this week, next yeah. series, right? Yeah. So, didn't I see I something already? They're already saying they're ready for LeBron. Did I see that? Already? They're already saying bring on LeBron. Yeah. Those so. young boys are hungry, so they're gonna uh, they're gonna take LeBron to six. So, I, so, I, sure. so I definitely think some some changes are gonna have to be made because, like I said, I'm not I'm not for the conceding to just say, well, LeBron's here. So also we're just to gonna make the playoffs. Also to okay if you said culture reset after last year's sweep. And now you've just lost four more games to bring a combined total to ten straight games you've lost in the playoffs in the same team. You just said culture reset last year. In your press conference this year, you kind of gotta follow the same lane, no? Like you can't, you can't yeah. be like, oh, we well, got patience. You can't do this. Like you, now you really got to do something. Culture reset season two. Season two, right? Yeah. So. We're right around like the hour mark here, so I'll like wrap this up and I'll, I'll ask you guys each. After this, this whole season, this whole 
well, we, we talked enough about the season and all that. And so let's focus in on just this playoff series. And, you know, we've done these four episodes now of the Ball on Blast live podcast following the Cavs and, and Raptors series. I just want to ask you guys, what is your lasting takeaway from this series? I'll start with Keith. Just your um, one lasting takeaway from this series. I haven't seen the full solution. I haven't seen shit. I've seen this whole team come out here and get swept by that. So, and, and it's not, and again, it's not just the losing, it's how they lost as well. So when you say culture, I mean, I've seen them change it Not just the way we play, but the way we think, the way we, the way we approach things, the way we, the way we execute, everything has to change. I don't see, I don't see that completion. I hope, as they're showing right now, they're showing the sign on the phone. I hope he's calling GM. Sai, you look stressed. To really, to, oh, stress. to really put the Sorry. reset, to really put the reset, and really pressing the reset. Beals, what is your, what is your lasting impression from this Cavs four nothing sweep of the Raptors? Raps aren't ready. Yeah, Raps just aren't ready. Raps aren't ready. You haven't been ready the last two years. Really, we're talking the last three years, right? So that's an overall what? Yeah. Twelve and twelve and two against the Cavs. Yeah. And if you're a Raps fan next year, you have the Raps for arms length. The regular season means nothing next year because <laughs> you see what it is. We had the best regular season ever, and you went into the playoffs and you got swept. You got destroyed. Yeah. You got swept. You just laid down and took the loss. Yeah. You know that that, that can't happen. So. Next, next year is next year, but the regular season means nothing. Treat the regular season how LeBron treated the regular season this year. The man no, said, it doesn't, mean, it doesn't matter where I'm at, we're going to be there. Mm-hmm. We're going to be there. Mm-hmm. We're going to be there to the front. So, oh? I'm going to kind of piggyback off of what my man Beals just said, too. Uh, my key thing is, is blind faith, Raptor fans. Do not have blind faith. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, Look where it gets you. Mm-hmm. Stop depending on the regular season and thinking that, oh, just because we set another franchise record, it means something. We are at the point now, Toronto fans, it's championship or bust. Ooh, it's down. championship or bust. One more time. It's championship or bust. We've seen the first round of the playoffs. We've seen the second round of the playoffs. We've seen a yep. conference finals. We've been here before, guys. So you Stop getting... Seriously, just make the finals. I'm saying make the finals. And in the finals, that's a whole make the story. finals now. That should be our mindset. So if we if if making the finals means a big change and we have the opportunity to make that big change, I say we take that leap. Stop taking little 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 ditzy chances and we keep on moving forward two inches, three inches. Let's take that leap, man. If there's an opportunity to make a move where we can get to a final, let's do that, Raptor fans. Please. Hey, my boy Ovechkin just beat Sid for the first time, so it can happen, folks. It can happen. It's interesting. I mean, I I, I like what you're saying there, Foots. You know, it's about progression, and we've seen a good progression here since Masai Ujiri's been with the Raptors, and he's turned them from basically a laughingstock organization within the league to, I want to say, a legitimate franchise, like an actual respectable franchise within NBA circles. And I think you're right. The next step is actual progression in the playoffs and making a deep run into either another conference finals or an NBA finals. I agree with you. I just didn't think that was happening this season. Like, I never thought that was happening this season with the changes they made. I think they were kind of giving this core of Kyle, DeMar, and Serge another go. 
and seeing where it went. But my lasting impression of this four-game sweep is LeBron's LeBronto. Le- LeBron owns the Raptors. And you cannot bring back this same core. You cannot come back with Kyle and DeMar as your best players and tell me that you think you could beat LeBron James in a playoff series. You know what I'm saying? So so you can sell whatever it is that you want to sell, whatever moves you want to make in the offseason, all that. But as long as Kyle Lowry and DeMar DeRozan are the best players on the Toronto Raptors, you cannot even pretend to come convince me that you think you can beat LeBron James in a playoff series. Because we started this playoffs by saying this is the no-excuses playoffs. Lowry is rested. DeMar is rested. The team is healthy. They have an offense. I was told that the pieces around Kyle and DeMar were the best team that the Raptors have had since they've had their little run here. All of these things I was told, and I didn't believe it, and I was told I was a Raptor hater, and we watched what just happened. LeBron is too much, too much, too much for that team. He disrespected them from start to finish. Don't listen to what anyone says. This series was not close. LeBron disrespected these dudes from front to back and, and knew it the entire time. And any Raptor player who is seen with LBJ this care banner, I'm listen. I'm snitching on you straight up and down. Straight, yep. Listen, I'm snitching on y'all. Any Raptor fan, anybody that's a part of the organization, if you're caught partying with LeBron this care banner, listen, I'm snitching on y'all. Y'all shouldn't even be a part of our team, man. And hold on, hold on. We forgot one thing. My man, oh, Patrick. I'm Patterson. looking it up right oh, now. Yeah. I didn't yeah, forget. Man, Patrick I didn't Patterson. Patterson. We're talking the tea on the Twitter. Reckless. We see you in Wildflower and Lost and Found on a regular. (laughs) We've seen him at Lost and Found and Wildflower on regulars. He spends more time in those two spots than he has on the court for OKC this season. Man, cut it out. You're a bum. Yeah, Patrick Patterson, for those who don't know, what we're referring to is during the Raptors' blowout loss tonight, he tweeted out two emojis, the frog and the sipping tea. Now, I don't know what that's supposed to mean, but for some fun, well, I, I know what it's supposed to mean. He's sitting back as if to say, like, and y'all thought I was a problem or something. I don't know. I, that's my assumption, yeah. right? I'll say this. If you want to have some fun, Raptors fans, just click on that and read the comments because people are going at Patrick Patterson hard. Uh, I'm going to read some of these comments. Why? Because we can. <laughs> Bro. You were on the team that got swept last year and you produced nothing this year. Your team lost to a rookie and you produced nothing. Is your overconfidence supposed to compensate for the fact that you have more scene points than basketball points? <laughs> Pat, Pat, we see you, man. We gotta cut it out. Cut it out, man. You better apologize uh, when you come back to the city, homeboy. This might be my favorite comment from someone named I Am Harsh Dave. It says, Patrick Patterson averaged four points and two rebounds. Has been sitting at home for two weeks set money on fire last postseason after scoring eight total points against Cleveland, but he's here misbehaving on the timeline. I aspire to lack this much self-awareness. Right. <laughs> I, want, I want to say um, one, one more thing for Raptor fans. Mm-hmm. You guys had to pick your poison, whether it was Indiana or Cleveland. I'm going to keep it a buck. Indiana probably would have swept this team. It's a Cleveland the seven. Yeah. <laughs> so... And I think the Raptors would have un- underestimated it. Exactly. Because once so, Cleveland would have lost, it would have been like, all right, so, this is so, our chance. So don't say honest. don't say it was just because it's LeBron. Mm-hmm. No, I think it was just LeBron. You think it was just because it was LeBron? Yeah. You think it depends on I, I, 
because I because I think LeBron. I think, like I said, I was I was not a fan of hearing that. Oh, you think series, LeBron's I in think their LeBron head? Really had them killed. Wow. I think I think the Rosen would have looked at would have looked at Victor Oladipo like so food, food. Yeah. like food, yeah. right? Um, Kyle would have looked at Darren Collison and and, 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 and CJ like food. Yeah, yeah. Might right? be right on that. I think. I just look at it because it's right? and I also I also don't think Lance Stevenson would have been as engaged not going up against the Bucks. So I think I think it would have been a complete. I just I'm not yeah. saying they would have swept Indiana, but I'm, I'm, I think it would have been a different series. I just uh, look at sorry. it because Indiana. I got an update, and I want to get you guys' take on this. Demar Derozan at the presser said, "Quote: We had three opportunities. We're not sure if we'll get this opportunity again. That's Demar. I'm facing LeBron James. So does that mean? Does that mean because LeBron might leave? Does that mean because he expects changes to the Rap- this Raptors team? I mean, I think he should expect, uh, expect changes. And, um, I don't even know. You know, I understand the bromance. I'm sure it's been it's been fun watching the bromance develop over these guys however many years. But, you know, every relationship comes to an end, and this uh, one needs to. Uh, Freddie Van Fleet says, we had a successful regular season, and we failed in the postseason. It's that simple. It's not really that complicated. You don't have to mix the two together. Because we got swept doesn't take away from our regular season, but in the grand scheme of things, we just came up short. That's it, Raptor folks. <laughs> One, two, three, Cancun. Thank you. For uh, thank you. Yes. So, thank you for hanging out. Yes, this we had a lot of fun doing this Ball on Blast podcast, and there could be a lot more on the way in terms of live shows and the regular On Blast podcast coming back. But details on that lately. Uh, I'll be back at some point with uh, Webby on the normal Ball on Blast podcast. I'll have you guys back on at some point. We'll do this again at some other sure. point. Maybe sure. maybe for the finals, but I don't know how excited people even are if it ends up being Cavs Warriors part four, I guess that would be. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Anyways, we'll, we'll, we'll let this Raptors loss settle in for a little bit, but until then, let the people know where they can find you. Oh. Hey, you can find me at... Um at EDS Caps on all social media sites. Bills? Bills, Bills, BTMG. Go to DDScaps.com for all your fresh DDS gear. And on all social media, find me at uh, simply underscore just underscore Q. And you know what? One thing, too, I, I got to give a big shout out to Skip and his whole crew here at Clean Cuts Barbershop. Oh, who gave us free reign of the place during these NBA playoffs, whatever hours we needed to shoot these ball on blast live podcast shows after Raptor games. So shout out Skip. And uh, again, if you need a haircut in the area, East End of Toronto, come through 2013 Danforth Avenue, just at Woodbine and Danforth. If you're in the area, call up Skip. Skip will take care of you or one of the crew here. Clean cuts, always doing work. And again, my name is Sheldon Alexander. You can find this podcast and other podcasts that we do on the On Blast Podcast Network. You can find us on SoundCloud and on YouTube and on iTunes. If you like this, let us know. Because if it's something that the people like, we'll continue doing it. We'll do more of it, for sure. Because sure. this is for the people. We're trying to just have real, normal conversations about ball because we love ball. We're boys and we're passionate about it. So if people like it, like it, share it, subscribe to it. Tell your friends, let us know, and join in on the conversation. If you want to get at me, you can find me on Twitter at Shell Alexander or at Instagram at Sheldon Alexander. 
And as always, this is the Ball on Blast podcast, unpolished and unapologetic. Until next time, Raptor fans, see ya. Peace, peace, peace. This is Ball on Blast, Raps Post Game Playoff Edition. Part of the On Blast Podcast Network. Available on iTunes, SoundCloud, and YouTube. If you like it, then subscribe and tell your friends. Holla. Boom, blast.